Live from Rio Vane's Castle, it's the Fangamer Podcast. <laughs> That's exactly oh, what I, I was I thinking. We cannot. We've do done that. the live from Saturday SNL thing so many times. The worst, except We're for really once we get to ninety six, will be better than Idle Thumbs. <laughs> Let's start this podcast up. Fangamer Podcast number 79. My name is Garrett Rosa, your host. With me today, I brought some people back to talk about Final Fantasy Tactics. Let's bring the, it back. From where? I brought them back from, I don't know. You <laughs> threw me off my groove. I'm like trying to think of something witty. I'm like, I can't think of anything. But let me introduce them by, uh, well, let's do the, the thing here. If I point at your box, does that work? If I'm no. pointing this way, who does that look like I'm pointing at? Nima. Nima. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that doesn't work. <laughs> All right, nope. let, let's have people introduce Fight. themselves. Let's start with Technomaniac. Say hello. hello. Hi, I'm Technomaniac. You've been on... Also four, known as Nima. You've been on the podcast a handful of times now. Like four now. It's great. He's, gonna, he's, records. he's trying to take out Dan for most times on We're the gonna podcast. We're going to have to have Dan come in and kick some ass. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this. Dan is my boy. Then, Dan is a cool guy. And then uh, joining us, a uh, longtime podcast co-host and vengeful, wrathful god, Lisbos. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time you're hearing this. I'm an adorable little girl. I'm really nice. Very... But secretly, she's the Dark Knight. And then the playing and hopefully we'll Dark catch star. up for this week's playthrough point in the next 20 minutes, Ben Carragon. It's not going to happen, man. It's not going to happen. Oh, but okay. Did you beat that the woods yeah, level yeah, you're yeah. on? Yeah, there's just a lot of text, and I have to read yeah. it. But we're doing a podcast, so I'm like, oh, oh man, no, dude, just no, don't Wouldn't worry about it. Wouldn't it be great if this were the podcast where Ben confessed he's illiterate? I am. I can't. He's just been like faking it through the past seventy eight. I, I actually can't read at all. I can't even read. I'm so stupid. I, I mean, I don't know how I've been functioning on the internet this whole time, but no. There's not a lot of reading. Dragon the Easy pizza Speak place, or whatever it is. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's stop making fun of Ben. Let's talk about what we've been up to. I'm since not making fun the of it. Illiteracy is a national concern. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's uh, just looking out for me. Oh wait, I was saying it's before true. the podcast, I had a funny story about my dog. I was going to tell, and people will find this funny. I trust me. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. So, yeah. I, I wasn't going to do that. So it Friday, you it and then you just went Friday. for it, and it felt good. Friday was my birthday, and Jen made me a cake. <gasps> nice. Happy birthday. So Happy this birthday. story involves Cory Puppies, my birthday, and birthday cake. Oh, wow. Chocolate? Uh, yeah, red velvet. Oh no, your dog's going to die. I don't even know this is so, going. You got two dead ass dogs. So uh, <laughs> we, uh, my parents came over and had dinner with us. We had cake. It was a nice little evening. Um, after that, we left over to hang out with uh, the two player guys. They did their game night, and when we left, we had our kitchen table kind of pulled out in the middle of the room because we have a pretty small house. So we had to, you know, pull out to make room for all four of us. And we had the cake up there, and we had we took about three fourths of the cake with us, but we left it oh sitting on the table. God. And we had the chairs of the table pulled out a little bit. 
And uh, then we left the house. And this is the first time I think we've ever done either of those things, leave the house with food just sitting out on the table. And as you can already tell, we come home, and uh, there is nothing left of the cake. <laughs> there is, like, this little tiny chunk left, and there are two oh dogs God. looking a little sheepish, like we've done bad things. And, and immediately, yeah, we start blaming Appa. We're like, oh, he's the unruly one. He's the one who would jump up on the table, and he's always so hungry. He's the one who ate all the cake. <laughs> uh, come to find out uh, through subsequent uh, visits to the backyard to go to the bathroom and constant vomiting of what looks like chocolate frosting, Eva <laughs> ate oh, all that cake. This is like a Barney dilemma. It's like, who she stole the cookies guess. from the cookie jar? <laughs> who, me? Yes, you. Couldn't be. Then who? Uh, Eva girl. Thanks, Ben. I'm glad we're both kids. <laughs> yeah, thanks. She, she ate the majority of that cake, and uh, I have many fun safety uh, facts for people who have dogs. One, your dog can eat chocolate. It's yeah. the quantity right. and the type of chocolate that matters. So it's some chemical within it that's toxic to them. And when you eat a certain amount of it and the toxicity level hits a certain point, that's when you have to worry for like your dog going into seizures and having heart attacks and stuff like that. Now, yeah, it makes their hearts beat too quickly. Right. It's kind of like caffeine. Caffeine for us. has so the same in love effects. with chocolate. So chocolate. It's so good. Chocolate. <laughs> Uh, like baker's chocolate isn't as bad as like dark chocolate isn't as bad as like milk chocolate or something like that but and then it's like dispersed amongst like the food and so she didn't have enough to do that but she's had a really puffy stomach now for a couple days and and has been throwing up and been a happy dog but she's she's doing good now but that was a pretty sweet happy birthday i got to have one slice of that cake and uh (laughs) then the dogs took care of the rest so or the dogs they just wanted to party Happy birthday, Garrett. I know you don't want to eat too much cake, so you don't get fat, so we'll uh yeah, we'll take care of it for you. <laughs> yeah, move it out to the backyard for you. But yeah, let's see. Games. Chocolate. Playing games. Liz yes. has chocolate. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, That's a good show. Okay. What do I want to talk game. about? It's milk and white swirl. It's like here. I'm eating zebra meat. <laughs> okay, so I I've, I've been playing, or actually I beat Portal Two Co-op. I don't think I talked about oh, this, right? Yeah, because oh, nice. I was talking to Liz about it a while ago. My brother was in town, and we played through all of uh, Portal Two Co-op together. It's uh, good, right? It's really good. I was surprised how much story elements they ended up having in it, mm-hmm. like little touches on you know explaining what was happening. Uh, I really like the idea of having this kind of uh, what do you call it? like a hub world you start from and then choose which puzzles you'd like to do and i think that's something they should adopt for the main game because sometimes you'll get on a puzzle and you'll just get stuck you're like i don't know where i should go it's nice to be able to choose okay you know what i don't want to do i i can't figure that one out right now let's go do these other sets of ones well we they unlock out. one at a time so it's true but there's like but there's not like two or three worlds that you can have open at any time i think i think so right or at least at the very know. beginning I you might be able to do more two. linear progression than that i mean matt and i more brilliant young individuals who never stepped off the beaten path. So. <laughs> so that's what I was going to ask. So me and my brother were doing, we did pretty well, uh, but we found that we did best when, like, we didn't think about it too hard. Also, we'd start shooting portals and, like, oh, I think that's a launch pad. I'm just going to launch myself, see what happens, and just kind of discover the level and play it that way. But you and Matt, how did it go together? Because me and, uh, me, when me and Jen were playing together, uh, there was, uh, you know, it was a little bit like uh, it's rough. marriage poison a little yeah. bit. Okay. <laughs> um, there, there were some dark moments in our life. I'm not gonna lie, but we did pretty well. It was, um, he kind of took the lead in most of things, and then I'd follow, and he kind of told me to set up portals, and I would do that. So it was definitely more 
less of a uh, even partnership and more of a I was the side dish to his turkey dinner, but <laughs> it worked out well. I had fun playing it, definitely. Yes. Did you guys, uh, how long did it take you to figure out the one where you have to launch into each other? That one... Uh, fall down. Not as long as I would have thought because once we saw it, oh, that's really smart. What mm-hmm. What we were trying to do is like use the two portals on the ground to somehow get enough momentum to like launch oh, yeah. from there. We were doing a bunch of crazy things and then and then we just looked at, wow, the level's so symmetrical. And he, my brother was like, dude, I think we're supposed to just hit each other and then fall down. I was like, oh, that's brilliant. And that's where I thought I really liked the complexity of those ones more. Like those puzzles were far more rewarding than probably three-fourths of the puzzles that were in uh, the single-player missions. I agree. The co-op puzzles were much better. And I think that's been the general consensus, that the co-op was the harder, more engaging of the two. I feel like they could have done still just as engaging of stuff for the the main one, but I think they were afraid of doing too many like twitch like puzzles where you had to be like dropping up and down through a portal and shoot another yeah. one while you're falling and they want to try and get that mass appeal for this game, which I don't know. I do think Valve is working toward being more accessible, which uh brings yeah. to like if it's if I can go, I can talk about what I played this week. Yeah, go for it. Well, uh, speaking of Valve being more accessible, Team Fortress 2, as of uh, this weekend, is now free to play. Yeah. You no longer have to pay for it. Anyone can play it. And it's uh, one Steam download away. And you get all the content, except a few, like, little trading things. But, like, all you need to do to get a premium account that unlocks pretty much everything is just spend five bucks on hats or some whatever garbage you (laughs) want in the store. For those of us who don't really play Team Fortress 2... Tell me, how are they going to... This seems odd to me that they would make it free because... Not because I understand they're getting a lot of people to play it, but, like, how are they not making money on it at all now? Like, how, what no, is the revenue stream they're now? they're making so much money, and it's all freaking hats. Okay, so, this, like yeah. we ta- the, the hats that we talked about before, that they're just cosmetic, yeah. they look cool. Yeah. And that's, that's it. That's it. And they're making, like millions of dollars there at one point there were i think ninety thousand people playing tf2 at one time and and, and they're buying these which hats? doesn't seem huge compared to blizzard but so yeah, are, they only, people, are you only allowed to buy them or can you like unlock them here's the way you can get hats in the game or weapons or what have you miscellaneous items you can either craft them by getting uh, okay let me back up this is like there are Warcraft. random drops in the game once every 20 to th- 20 to 45 minutes, you'll get a random item that can be a weapon, a hat, what have you. And if you get a hat, you get a hat. There, There's the end of that story. If you get weapons, eventually you accumulate new ones. And if you have ones you already, like you start getting duplicates, you can smelt them down and make metal and then combine them to make more hats. What? Or if you don't want to wait for random drop hats or crafting hats, you can go onto the Manco store and there are hats that range from like a dollar to like fifteen bucks. What? What? Tell me, what is a fifteen dollar virtual hat? What is that? That one's actually it's I think it's eighteen dollars. It's a teddy bear for the engineer that sits in his Aww. belt and is named Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a little construction hat. And it's wow. This is crazy. Nice. When um, just to give you an example about how well these hats have done, when uh the earthquakes first started happening in Japan a few months back. Valve put together a charity donation where they said, we have three hats available just for this donation. A $9 one, a $19 one, and a $99 one. That all the proceeds will go to charity. $40,000 is how much they made selling hats. On digital hats. On digital 
freaking hats. It's, I mean, you guys remember me telling you about the um, the first day Blizzard started selling mounts, and they made seventeen million dollars in one day, right. or something obscene. See, so, but I, I, microtransactions, it, people don't think about them. It's, yeah, yeah, it's the, it's the micro of it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what sells. Well, it. especially because yeah. like I didn't think that people were really into it yet. Like with World of Warcraft, it made sense. I could see people buying those. The game, such the appeal. The FPS crowd, I would never have thought would buy into it, though, because it's a very MMO mechanic. You yeah. wouldn't think. You know, and but especially because, the... like, it reminds me a little bit of the kind of Call of Duty with the multiplayer level-up abilities, because, like, you're saying you're kind of getting items, and you're kind of getting items that make you somewhat better, right? Weapons? Yeah, yeah, the weapons, they're all, like, side grades. There's no straight upgrades. Oh, like, you're not going to so be very better careful. at the game. Yes, they are very careful wow. about yeah. that. There is a the reason I think it works in Team Fortress Two. It's because it has such a unique aesthetic that if you added hats to something like Call of Duty, like it would throw who, off. The, who yeah, cares? Like, who the game's all shit? green and brown yeah. anyway. Like who gives a shit? Exactly. Put Oakley but sunglasses. Team and, uh, Fortress Two. Like you suddenly you've got a demo man walking around with uh, the blinder shades, hater shades, and a <laughs> huge like top hat, and generally looking like a good looking dude, and it's awesome. Hmm. There is also one last way to get hats, which is, I think, the real money maker. You can randomly get drops, as I said before, mm-hmm. and occasionally you will get crates that have a chance of, uh, like, you know how you get rare items at Earthbound, like the 1 in 128 mm-hmm. chance yeah. of getting swords and stuff? Yeah. There's, like, pretty high chances of getting normal items, but there's a 1 in 100 or so chance of getting an unusual hat that will be just a regular one that either has, like, flames coming out of it or shiny. confetti it's a or a shiny. shiny. A shiny, exactly. Shiny. You know how you open these crates? You go to the Manco store and pay $2.50 for a key. Oh, wow. no, that's so brilliant. Yeah. The one one twenty eight item you have to unlock brilliant. it with the money. I was reading the uh, something that's, awful thread that's about kind Team of a Fortress. Dick move, I think. That is, it's a dick move. Yeah, but multiple yeah. people looked at their Steam accounts and hadn't even thought about it. They'd spend like two thousand dollars on keys. No way, serious? I swear. I looked at the charts where they had laid out how much they'd spent, and it was like unbelievable to me. Wow! But you don't like two fifty a time. You think to yourself like that's less than a latte. And I really then, didn't yeah. think that they were doing so yeah. well at microtransactions. Yeah, because I thought their their Steam that's platform why, is so successful. That's why they made the game free to play. Is because wow. like, the day they opened the Manco store, Very they realized they're making like money hand over fist more than they'd ever yeah. make selling the game. Yeah. And so ever since that day, they've been trying to make it free to play it's just been a question of the the logistics like beefing up the servers and fixing hacking and all that kind of stuff that comes with rapid player base expansion wow i wonder i mean i know that we tend to find this sort of thing interesting the kind of more business aspect of it um our listeners out there i'm just curious because we do this a lot where we start getting into the nitty-gritty of how are they making money doing that why would they choose this (laughs) how is square enix for all companies right why is square enix not doing anything interesting oh it's because they spent so much money doing this so long ago um that's just because they're dumb (laughs) (laughs) well i would be interested to hear for voicemails this week if anyone had any feedback on do you like to hear more about just what is gaming news or do you like to hear some analysis on what drives those decisions if you're interested either way 503-446-CAST or should Ben just keep cutting it out yeah and we have uh, (laughs) we actually have voicemails this week I think we're going to play one of them at the very end because it's kind of a review and then we've got uh, a very long one that we will play I think after the show and then one that goes along with uh, our tactics discussion so we'll save it for there but let's move on to somebody else and what they've been up to this week let's see can I say one last thing oh yeah sorry let's go ahead 
I spent money in the Team Fortress store this weekend. <laughs> what did you buy? Matt gave me 25 bucks for my Steam account for my birthday, and we were waiting on this patch that came out this weekend. <laughs> I play heavy weapons guy a lot, and they made a miscellaneous item where it's a little plush medic that sits in his pocket on his chest. That's adorable. So now you have virtual oh, so plushies. Virtual mm-hmm. plushies. Virtual oh, plushies. No. Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh Ben, he's already oh god. <laughs> Ben's already got a Team Fortress account, like in his head. <laughs> yeah, he's got the little engineer it. bear. Oh, oh you do? Yeah, I do. I just it why. doesn't I just don't play. It didn't run well on my old connection, so I never played. Oh, well now you gotta play. Now you can get uh plushies. Yeah. Oh god, I can. No, Ben, don't. Mm-hmm. How are you I ever gonna play get... tactics? I'm not even gotta... caught up. No, no, dude, you gotta save up your money so you can move to New York Fight. and, yeah, and can... live there and not buy nah, plushies. <laughs> Saving up money to New York is expensive. A key is only two dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> it adds up. <laughs> yeah, until you buy like freaking a hundred of them or a thousand yeah. of them. Well, Ben, since you're yeah. looking this direction, tell us what have you been up to this week? We've been playing. We've been doing. Um, yeah, what's your problem, Ben? This week, oh, I've yeah, been, we missed like, you were at. Uh, well, no, talk about what you did last weekend. Yeah, you last here. week I went to New York, and that's pretty much the only interesting thing I've done in the past two weeks. But like, I'm still sort of recovering from that. I went <laughs> up there to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I went up there to see Pulse Wave, the monthly chiptune show, as well as see my girlfriend. And um, Pulse Wave was oh. excellent. It was. I made like a little audio candy esque thing of it that week. Um, yeah, yeah. Danimal Cannon of uh, Metroid Metal and Arm Cannon played, as well as Jonathan Bacon of George and Jonathan, mm-hmm. and um, Luke, the drummer from Monomonaguchi. He did his uh, Knife City solo thing, and it was the best chip show I've been to aside from Blip Festival. Mm. And yeah, it was a really good time, and um, I played a song, which I heard. was kind of ridiculous. I saw a picture. I yeah. What's, how'd it go? <laughs> it it went really well, actually. Um, my <laughs> Wait, Game Boy kind of like whoa, actually, like well, like fail? I was surprised because I played on uh, my cover of Billy well, Social Scientist song Hey Starlight, and like I, I sang with you it. Play that. Yeah, it was it was the only song on my Game Boy that was like ready to be performed. But um, I sang it and everything. And, like, people weren't expecting that, but they really liked it. And, like, I didn't yeah, know what uncommon. they would have thought. Like, a lot of people were just like, yeah, no one ever sings. No one can sing. So yeah. they're like, yeah, <laughs> you were really good. And, like, some guy who's, like, a, like the biggest fan of chiptune in the world probably, like, walked up to me and, and is apparently a huge fan of mine now after playing one song. Who? Who's and this? He's just a dude named Sam. Is he's he just, the he's just some chip guy. Till death guy. No, no, he's okay. just a a dude. Just a dude. He asked me what my name was, like what my my artist name was, and I was like, I don't have one. And he was like, I got the perfect one for you, man. Oh boy, minus Bieber. Because <laughs> like, he got that. Okay, <sighs> I'm, I'm down. I thought it was I thought it was pretty clever. That's but pretty I don't clever. Think I'm but you don't want a clever name. No, I don't. No, yeah. and you don't want to be named after someone else. Because what it's if you true. get successful and then people yeah. are like, "Who the yeah. hell is Justin Bieber? Who the hell is you know, Minus Baby?" But no one it's like Derek that. Alexander. I know that bothers him because yeah. he's got happy video game nerd, and he probably just wants to do his own thing. Don't have to be called that. Um, yeah, I'm looking for the photo though from Facebook of you. Oh, of me like looking really depressed and like yeah, playing your song. <laughs> Which one? Put that up. But no, my Game Boy actually like crashed right at the end of it, so like I didn't get to play the ending. But it was okay because everyone still liked it. 
and yeah, it was wonderful. It was a great experience. That whole weekend was great, and I got to play Child of Eden. Oh, good. Okay, good. Tell me about you and Child of Eden, because you have you beaten Res yet? No. Oh no, because you still haven't got to the best reason to play. Yeah, I know. Like the whole weekend, like when I wasn't like hanging out with my girlfriend or getting drunk, chip tunes or getting drunk. My girlfriend. (laughs) I just I feel weird talking about all the podcasts. Anyway, um, (laughs) then why do you keep bringing it up? Because it's a two points part of what I was doing. Anyway, shut up. I love you, Ben. People were playing Child of Eden, and it was a really good game with connector with controller. With the controller, like they didn't have a connection. Ah, uh, you're missing out. I really want to try. I have heard very differently. I, like I, I heard your opinions on it last week, Garrett. But like I've heard that it's like really good. Uh, it's okay. I mean, it's probably you're, one of the few times that it, the game. It's one of the few times that I think the connect actually sort of makes sense as a peripheral. But like right. the action to actually shoot, where you kind of have to do this little like hit the crosswalk button really hard. <laughs> that that can't be good for your arm. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm looking for the picture. The we don't do really show picture notes anymore. No, we so. don't. So I don't know why you're looking for Which it. Which like, no one really even time. noticed we stopped doing. Yeah, no one said thing. anything about it. The only person who ever said anything to me about it was Jade. And I don't know Jade said something? Yeah, she said Aww. to me personally. I loved you guys do the little pictures. She's the only person, though. Oh, I Just thought you meant like after we stopped. No, no, originally. Yeah, so even she doesn't care that we stopped. Yeah, Jade, yeah. if you're out there listening. I can't Just find make every picture my little pocket medic. Yeah. yeah All right. Dragging on here. Nima. Buddy. Yes. What have you been doing? What have you been up to since we last um, chatted last week? <laughs> uh, catching up on tactics Yep. for the most part. Um, Speaking of which. Haven't been doing much gaming other than that. Uh, I tried playing some Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, the first really? one, on Game Boy Advance. What prompted that? Uh, I played the two on DS. And those were decent, but this one is just not catching my really my attention. It's not. I don't really like the first one that much. Wow. Yeah. Fawful. It's weird. It's just. um, Yeah, it's Cacletta and Fawful is the first one, and yeah, I I don't know. I'm just just not. It's just not grabbing me that much, so I play it like on and off. No, dude, drop it. Move on. I really enjoyed that game. Life is too short, and so many more games to play, Nima. Life is short and black and white, just like little penguins, in the words of the great Pharrell Williams. <laughs> um, good quote, the, good quote. Yeah, I was going to bring something up I forgot to say earlier. Oh, uh, uh, what's it called? Fan Fest. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, should that talk, happened. Oh, yeah. We should be talking about Fan Fest that. more. That's my apology. But uh, the final show for the Fan Fest will be Friday of this Friday. week. People will be hearing this Wednesday. Um, me and Jen and the two-player guys will be. You'll have, we'll have already have gone up. Uh, we're going to be recording or doing ours tomorrow. We're heading over there sometime today to go figure out technically how to plug in all these cables and get this <laughs> thing to work. I'm kind of not looking forward to that. That's always the downside. The fan fest is trying to like install like the 20 pieces of software and yeah. three different kinds of hardware and all Stressful. that stuff to get it to. Yeah, yeah. I feel, bro. <laughs> and then it, did you just delegate it all to Matt, Liz? Kind of, yeah, but I mean, it was kind of an eleventh hour thing because the schedule was so oh, busy. Right, and I feel right. like we probably could have done a better job if we just hadn't been so busy. But we found out on Tuesday we were doing the points, so yeah. I can't get too upset. Um, another one I wanted to bring up. I was actually, I think my new favorite podcast, other than our podcast, obviously, it has taken top seat for me. Podcast amazing. Yes, it is my absolutely. It's, it's so funny. It's and among the best. 
They're just, I don't know, they have such a good vibe, the two of them. And it's always fun to hear them make fun of Ben, call out Ben every <laughs> Yeah, in like show. their last episode, like, I might want to listen to this You show. should, because they really, they're like, blame Ben. Yo, Ben, what up? What you, why are you breaking them up? What are you doing, Ben? I'm just saying, George and Jonathan, next record's got to be the best postal service. I'll be seeing you, Ben, in the streets. <laughs> Which is where we going with the new album, as you know. And, that, and that's when I start playing in the streets by Kanye West. <laughs> Yo, Ben, what up? <laughs> Yo, on Real Talk, Keep ben. it 100. Yo, r- yeah, I mean, just just to give the people a heads up, like, Podcast Amazing is the podcast of Starship Amazing, obviously. And it's mostly a music podcast where they yes. talk about what they've been listening to. A little and, like, bit about anime and yeah. TV shows and a games, but more about music. Yeah, and their it's... main focus is music and, like, taking questions from their fans and stuff. So if they're listening, which I'm pretty sure they don't, but if you were, you should do your Losers. show more regularly, like weekly. That'd be great. They, they were doing it weekly for a long time, but then they went to uh, bi-monthly. Yeah. Um, the only other one I wanted to bring up was for Liz. Liz, have you ever watched Sports Night on Netflix? Yeah, we've talked about this. How uh, the guy from Six Feet Under decided the best way to do a relationship was to take a six-month break and date other people. And then, then, yes. and only then, if that worked out, would they come back and know they had to be together. Uh, but it wasn't him. It was the the girl he the girl, wanted to date Felicity for idea. Yeah. Um, but and Dan Rydell dates his therapist, and that yes. all works out. Oh gosh, well, yeah. So you are very familiar with it then. I'm intimately aware of sports. <laughs> uh, Aaron, yes. Aaron Sorkin, uh, yeah. production. Me and Jen were thinking about having a Aaron Sorkin um, holiday because uh, he's got so many great works. And whenever his birthday was, we should just all get together and watch different movies and TV shows of his and then uh, celebrate the greatness that is Aaron Sorkin Productions, I think. I feel like he's a little bit of a misogynist. I know, know, right? He's amazing. (laughs) No, uh... no, but like, it's especially watching Sports Night, he is so blatantly like, oh, he he really does. I almost want to write a paper about it, like the portrayal of women in Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> that's so you. Well, because it's just... There's, I just want to write a paper about no, it. No, because there's just so much, like, it would be so easy, you know? Like, I know. To no, make these, He's just such a... He really writes women really well, in his own words, really well. Anyway, enough <laughs> meandering. We should take a break and then start talking about Final Fantasy Tactics, so right. stay with us. Yo. <laughs> For the most part, musicians have three ways for you to pay them. Either directly through the purchase of their music on CD or through the download site, the pay-what-you-want method, which is self-explanatory, or by donation, which usually means that their music is free. Supercommuter falls into that first category, except that all profits from the sale of their CD goes towards the Penny Arcade charity Child's Play. Some time ago, Fangamer made a video to promote this group, and in it, Steve explains the band's origins. To sum it up, though, it's a chiptune sci-fi hip-hop group inspired by long daily commutes. One of my favorite songs on the album is Find Me a Physicist. The chiptunes and the singer play off each other very effectively. Man, this guy can rap. So seriously, go support these guys. Support Child's Play. Put your finger to 
the top of the world and let it turn. Nobody can see me because nobody tries. They just assume that I'm alive. People on the brink of death, other with the last breath. Everything they believe, but they never said. And I've been out here for years, see. But I never measure history. Unlimited energy, running for infinity. Considering I tend to be an entity directed towards simplicity. It's interesting, I get data and they still care and hate. It's digital, it's a prayer that they're sending me. had that arousing discussion Real to talk. really uplift oh, yeah. our Man. spirits <laughs> yeah i started that i regret nothing <laughs> let's uh let's get into final fantasy tactics for this week uh, i want to start off saying i'm having a ridiculous amount of fun playing this game every time yes. i play it i have a good time but uh coming to it with a game club perspective i've actually started trying different things exploring different classes really trying to understand the story better. I went through, like Liz had suggested, there's the, um, oh, I just forgot the name. It's the... Is it like the Grimoire? Or yeah, it's the... Germanic... Germanic scriptures? scriptures? Yeah, yeah, those, but not just yeah. those, the, the, the Alakazam guy, right? Alakazam. What is his name? It's the, oh, the, the, the story guy. Who talks. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. And you can go talk to him and he'll tell you more details about every character you've met, yeah. um, major plot points, things like that. I feel like I that. need to do that at this point. I think it's a good idea just so that like you kind of refresh like, oh, that did happen because as yeah. we've discussed, there's a lot of backstabbing. Yeah, I'm getting really confused about happening. characters right now. Yeah, and trust no one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pretty I've much. gotten really yeah. far through and I'm still really confused over what's happening, but um, the scriptures, I actually read those. Actually, I wasn't going to necessarily start off on this, but the Germanic scriptures, I had never read, and there's a point at the game where you actually, a guy asks you, have you read them? And you can answer yeah. yes or no, yep. and I'm yeah. like, no. What's well, right he's after like, you, you get them. He's like, you ignorant fool. 
Those are so important. How could We're you not read those? And, uh, you ignorant, ignorant fool. <laughs> so, um, I actually did go read them, and it's it's very interesting because it, it, I almost feel like they should have made like a little cutscene kind of describing mm-hmm. that whole section because it yeah. really no ties together what's going on in this game and talks about how the church was really kind of set up on these false pretenses, but... The story is the thing I feel least confident in talking about in this game right now. And I'm hoping for the final show I'll have a much better grip on everything that's happening and we can talk about it there. But um, <laughs> so what nice. I wanted to start with was um, kind of your team status. Like, wh- who was your team made of? What are the jobs? How is it going? Um, let's start off. Um, let's start with Nima here. What What's your team look like at the end of this playthrough point? Okay, so my the only storyline character I'm using is Ramza. Okay. I I don't particularly care for the rest of the guys. Uh, no, 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 not on purpose. Just I don't like my guys are way you better like than them better than the other ones. Yeah, they're they're higher level, and I don't really feel like. I mean, maybe I'll go back and grind the other guys, but for now, I'm just work, uh, steering man. clear of them. A lot of work. But I have Ramza as a monk slash ninja, I believe. Okay. Or no, no, no. I'm just training him in whatever, but I always give him uh, dual wheel. Uh, dual wield or martial arts or something dual wield is is sick it's yeah it's, it's, i think indeed it is i feel like yeah, it's one it's, of my favorite things in the game and the game I, it probably broke. needs to be nerfed a little bit <laughs> nah but, oh i love it so much like i would hate the game if that wasn't in there but i don't know it takes long enough to be able to like get to be a ninja yeah and then even then like ninja swords are kind of they're good, they're but they're daggers. not that good. It's the yeah. like, equip swords abilities and yeah. things that really mm-hmm. make it so. But anyway, continue with your team, Nima. Yeah, so, I mean, he's pretty much just being a boss. And then I have a monk, who I also threw uh, two swords on. Uh, I have a lancer, who uh, I think I just got um, vertical jump, eight, mm-hmm. and like jump level eight, the last ones. So, okay, I didn't so bother you with can, like the furthest that you can possibly jump. You can yeah, because I figured far. the rest of them wouldn't matter once they, I get they those, don't. Right? And that is yeah. like Liz has said a couple times makes that and what was it the archer? I think you said Liz. Archer has yeah. makes them kind of useless because why would you yeah. bother with any of the other ones in there? No, yeah. it's true. And uh, the last two guys I have are um, I have well I'm just sort of they're mages, but I have they both have math skill fully loaded oh do you so, so have you figured out have you, is your mathematician is he just, well on the way your calculator my math, <laughs> my math is strong it's amazing it's, it's just, oh, yeah it's so good it's so good it i mean like pretty much right now the reason i have them as like priest or wizard is just to learn the spells that i for the calculator mm-hmm. for the math skill um but other than that it's i don't even use like their regular like white magic or black magic, I'm like, no, math skill, please. Have you actually employed though their uh, a calculator and actually used them in combat yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, I tried using a calculator, but they're slow as shit, and they, uh, I think uh, their magic attacks are just crap. Like they they have no magic attack power, you know. The so key with that it. is to put the math as a secondary skill on yeah. someone with high magic, like a black mage. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm doing right now, and it's yeah. so much better, so much better. So, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty much my team for now. I just use those guys, those okay. five guys. Liz, 
what's the Liz team look like? I'm not as far along as you guys are. I'm earlier on in uh, chapter two. So I think right now I'm running like three different nights because I'm trying to level guys up mm-hmm. through their jobs. Um, Did you do that geom- on... Sorry to interrupt real quick. Do you no. do that on purpose with having them all the same class so they get more job points? You know what I mean? Because if, if you have one guy who's a knight and then you have – everyone else has the ability to be a knight but isn't necessarily a knight, they will slowly accumulate JP because of that guy. Did you know this? No. They'll, they'll, wait, they'll slowly I accumulate knight JP. Because if I, you ever right, notice, yeah. like you all of a sudden – I like, didn't notice that. Some of your jobs will all of a sudden just slowly keep getting more and more JP. And you're like, well, I haven't yeah. even made this guy a geomancer or a yeah. monk. Yeah. So imagine I you have like that, four monks on your why. team and Rams is a knight. By the time Rams decides to be a monk, he'll have probably like 300, 400, 500 job points stored oh, up just because that other is... guys on his team are monks. Wow. That really okay. – I'm shocked. I didn't know that. Oh, so I that's – I thought because if you this. do all your knights at once, then they're all kind of – when he uses a knight move, everyone's kind of getting the benefit at once. So it's like a real good way to get mm. everyone one job really quick. But mm. it also means diversifying your ability right. to do things is kind of painful. Yeah, I didn't realize that. No, that's not why I was doing it. It just uh, happened to fall out that way. Okay. I prefer to have them all be different classes, but what can you do? And I am not using um, Ramza when I don't have to. I'm strictly just using I started doing that too for miscellaneous battles. He's too powerful. Well, doesn't it? Okay, this is a question I was hoping maybe someone we can answer is if you keep his level lower, is that what they decide the random encounter battles are? Or is it so. like your overall... I think it's really I think it's assumed it was the level of the highest person in the party. Because that's I not true, though. Because if you, like, say you get a know. squad of all level one guys and they go into random battle, nuh-uh. They'll get no, I mean the highest in your entire oh, 16. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, that's what, I, that's what I think, right? So if Rams is, like, super high level. But what if it's not him? What if you have another guy who's a higher level? And I don't know if it would go against Rams or that guy, actually. If you know if the answer to this, this post yeah. it in the forum thread or yeah, voicemail. voicemail us because I would I'm love to know. not as brilliant as I thought. <laughs> All right, continue with your team. Sorry. Uh, and I think that would be it. There's one more person in there who's like on the wizard time mage track where I'm bouncing back and forth between those. So time mage, what is, why time mage? Because, I mean, yeah, haste. Haste is great. But besides that, haste though. Is so good. Stop can be useful. Slow can also be very useful. And uh, what is it? They get Demi or Meteor? Oh, they get, that who gets they get Demi, black. yeah. Yeah, they get a couple interesting pieces of black magic that can be quite useful if you pick people off in the right manner. They're a good... They're not a class they that have teleport the end game, but well, they're good right? secondary skills. They want to teleport? Is that that teleport? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I want to say yes. Spooks me because I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't like that failure chance. What happens if it fails? Yeah, what happens? You just, you just don't move. Oh, but like uh, it, it shows she, that you can like teleport the whole the screen, but you can't. Like you can't actually go that far realistically. The way really? it works is, um, say on your move tile in your menu, it says you can go six, but then when you you have teleport equipped, it says you can go anywhere. You have a hundred percent chance of correct or successfully moving six tiles. Anything beyond that, your chance of successfully landing the teleport is uh, reduced. Like it's probably like seventy-five percent with one tile outside, fifty for two, and it gets smaller and smaller. But I don't think it ever hits zero. I think it's like a limit situation right. where mm. there is always that chance that you can streak across the map like a madman. But 
it's the risk you have to be willing to take. Okay, okay. All right, Ben, what's your team look like? You got them up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been waiting at this party placement screen for a minute here. I have a Ramza right now. He's a ninja. And, mm, like, ninja. I mostly just put him in ninja to get um the two swords ability. But now yeah. I don't know what to do with him. So I think I'm just going to roll as a ninja for a while, although I'm, I'm not sure if it'll yield me any benefit. Throw is actually not too bad actually it's actually a really good move if you have a lot of money you gotta have a lot of money because then you can buy um in the form thread Ooh, i should bring this up because they made a great point they taught me all about how that skill works i'm gonna go look up who their name was but they explained that the skill is based on the weapons like top end damage so flails and axes are like one of the best things that ninjas can throw really because they're crappy in battle because there's this chance that they'll not hit the highest they'll hit the lowest (laughs) But in um, Ninja's throwing mechanic does um, speed. Is it speed? Yeah, I think it's speed. And then um, the top end damage on the weapon. And so that's why axes are, like, really good to throw. And if you can afford a bunch of them, which is a lot of money if you want to make a lot of them, you can mm-hmm. – like, I have uh, on the my file that's actually much further than we need to be, I have Ninja's throwing axes that do, like, 260 damage. So wow. it, yeah, okay. it's it's pretty slick. But mm-hmm. other than that, though, they're little um, they're ninja shurikens and the bombs, and they're yeah. kind of yeah, they're okay. They're but I mean, when you think about it, it's really not. It's pretty sweet that they can you get a free move. You know, like usually you kind of move your guy into combat. Can't really do anything because guys are too far away. The throw's got a good enough distance that yeah. you you might be able to pick somebody off from pretty far away. But yeah, um, the actually person who brought that up was H S. Oh, that's a very Thank short forum name. <laughs> Flails and axes suck because of the damage. Yeah. However, the ninja's throw command uses the formula speed times weapon power. So there you go. Nice. Well, uh, yeah. What's the rest of your team? Aside from him, I'm like I don't know why I'm keeping him around, but I, I'm still using Mustadia. I think it's because like my chocobo baller good. died. But um, like I don't know what to do with him. Like he's just kind of a chemist right now. I I use a chemist really far into the game. Like I do. Like I think they're a great uh class. Yeah, they are. Liz, they was are that face class. like? Were you making that no. face at me? No, I was not. I'm sorry. I guess okay. I uh, kind of threw my poker face that I was looking at something <laughs> else on the screen. But no, like I think you a chemist, me. um, especially when you can get uh blaze gun or a glacial gun mm. later on and Glacier. they can actually do pretty good amount of damage from right. an amazing range um, plus the move find ability uh, is crucial to getting amazing items and that's something I wish I had been doing from the beginning of the game I actually didn't a- know it was that good actually using it so that's the problem is as many people have pointed out there's things in this game they don't teach you that would make it a lot more fun if you just had a little bit of hint towards mm-hmm. try this out um, the move find ability is based on your your character's bravery, yeah. and to get the rare item instead of the common one, you need to have less than twenty five about bravery, which is kind of tough to get early in the game. But if you can find a character that has pretty low, you still have a chance. And then you walk them around, and when you land on a square, there's always a chance of a, a normal and a rare drop. And it, during the story battles early on, it's always going to be um, a, a weapon or something that you can't buy yet usually so it's like two or three uh battles ahead of what you could be getting and obviously Mm -hmm. you can steal usually good items that way too but this is another way to get it but um near the very end of the game when you get into midnight deep or the the big dungeon area 
Yeah. I mean, black I picked up a Save the Queen, which is like the second best knight sword in the game, just walking over a square, which is mm. like wow. awesome. So yeah, nice. it is nice. So definitely invest in one of your characters having being a chemist, I think, and then uh, in order later, or I don't think they call him that in that version. What do they call him? The 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 guy just talks and he can equip guns. Not a bard. Um, not a bard. Oh, mediator? Mediator? Mediator. Yeah. Because they, they're they kind of a weird class, mediators. but like they get this move called Intimidate where it lowers someone's bravery by 20. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And for every five points you do something, it always one counts. Well, every four. four, it counts outside of battle. So if you did that, you've lowered this person's bravery permanently by five, and that's one way you can actually get it so this character will always be good at getting hidden items. Which I thought that was dependent on faith. No, it's uh, bravery. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, faith is the one where if you get 100 faith, you'll leave because you're too devoted to God and you can't battle anymore. If you get zero faith, you're immune to magic, which seems awesome. And so I'm it just thinking about awesome. now it means that you can't use cure and stuff yeah, when you're you, guys. You don't, cured, you don't get any of that stuff. But yeah, we're just still potions. Right, potions, right? I was thinking that'd be pretty sweet. And then 100 Brave is great. You don't get knocked for that. And I also yeah. learned uh, from the forum thread, uh, I wish I had written down who said this, that bravery is what de- is what decides um, when uh, things trigger, the like counter, auto potion, the higher your bravery, the more likely those things are to trigger. I didn't know that until so, I read that. Here. So when you actually use skills to like upper and lower your bravery and faith in battle, that's permanent? In the battle, it's temporary. So when you like reduce oh. it by twenty, it's just for then. But for every twenty you do in battle, that would have done five actually outside Permanently. battle permanently. Oh, okay. So every four, it's a four to one ratio. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So it's I don't know if it's a glitch or not because people not necessarily abuse it, but they use that knowledge to their advantage. If you can get your bravery up higher. I think I your crit a rate's a little bit higher. You do a little bit more damage physically. Well, I think you actually do a lot more damage physically. Your guys with high brave will do far more physical damage. I feel like so. I just need to like farm and like fix my bravery and faith on like That's all what my you people. Need to do. Once you get to a person <laughs> who's a who's a mediator, have them do it, and it'll only take you like two battles, maybe three tops, to get either to the low that you want or the high. Because if you get a guy's bravery to zero in a battle, he turns into a chicken. And he doesn't do anything. He just wanders around until his bravery will slowly increment every turn by one until he gets Mm -hmm. to, like, 15. But if you do that enough times, you can lose him. I guess I I can do that. I found out. So you got to, you know, don't want him too low. Yeah, Mastadio, he's a good one for that. Who's the the rest of your team? The rest of my team, I've got uh, a monk, of which I used Nima's brilliant idea of uh, giving him dual wielding. Isn't that awesome? He's so like, good. He's a monster. He is like better than Ramza in every sort of possible way. Monks are so uh, so good. I have a dude that I'm trying to make a bard right now. So like he's oh. just like kind of chilling as a time I've mage. Never made and a bard really before. Useful, like useless. I've used and bards. I, like I m- mostly these last two characters, I just don't know what to do with. So I'm just sort of adventuring yeah. around and trying to Having a plan for late game, and that's actually the other fall I was going to talk about, like what your goal team is going to be. Um, but let me yeah, throw down no my idea. my team that I had for the end of this chapter. I made a separate save so I could come back and look at it. Um, so uh, Ramza is a knight because, again, I wasn't doing any magical guys. Everybody's physical attack. And he's managed to steal... Um, the blood sword from Gaff Garion earlier on, which yes. I don't know if you guys are able to steal that. It's great because it, you yeah, hit a guy, 
it um yeah, yeah i mean if you were actually able to do it though because oh, when you use it. it um however much damage you do you get that back as health so mm-hmm. it's a great like dual wield i have his using a blood sword and a diamond sword which is great and i managed to steal a bracer from someone so he's got like plus three attack as a, an equipment item wow. uh so he's a knight with a squire's secondary ability counter dual wield move plus two he's cruising across the screen Everybody's got move plus two. Every one yeah. of my guys, because they can get oh, over yeah. there. Oh um, yeah, you should. Um, who is it? Who has move plus three? Bard or dancer? Yeah, it's one of those guys. But getting to a bard or dancer would be. Oh, I'm gonna do it because I want move plus three. Oh, and then everyone besides from Ramza has the um, the Ger- Germanius boots on. That yeah. gives you plus one to move, plus one to jump. So like yeah. in a lot of mm, battles, if nice. it's a small screen, I can almost get to the enemies on the first move mm-hmm. and in one shot like three or four of their guys at the very first move so yeah, that's fun um i got a geomancer because uh, in the forum thread people were talking about that they were actually pretty cool and that they can do some interesting things which i, had n- I always thought they were stupid because you can never really use them right off the bat their their skill you have to learn a bunch of their abilities before they can actually do anything interesting yeah. and this guy um, this guy that i was talking about who is currently the time mage he's like He's already like fully leveled up as a geomancer, so I'm just yeah, trying to find something else for him. Once they get to it, because I mean that's another thing that I feel kind of sucks about geomancers is that you don't get to necessarily use all their moves. It's dependent on what level you choose and then what square yeah. you're standing on, which is interesting but weird at once. Um, so it is. It's uh, but what I did learn about geomancers is that they do sick damage actually with a sword. Yes, they do. That's why I have a spear on my girl. They actually have one of the highest um, growth rates for um, attack. So as they level up, they're one of like the three classes that this person's physical attack will will go up higher. It was that like samurai, knight, and ninja. Or like if you want your guys to do tons of damage. Make sure they level up as those classes. Yeah, I tried samurai and like they yeah, weren't doing anything. Like, yeah, I do have in my later party samurai, and I made them that for a while, but they're pretty lackluster. Um, and so are. then I have, as everyone else, I have a ninja with arts of war as a secondary move. So the knight moves because the dual wield uh, arts of war. I don't know if you guys have messed around with that yet. Like if you want to break someone's armor and you have oh. dual wield on, you hit twice. So if Ooh. you break the armor on the first hit, then your second hit actually just hits as a normal attack and you do oh. a sick amount of damage. Yeah, or um, mm. I use it for leveling a lot. I'll do Ren speed on a guy. And if it hits on with both, you've reduced their speed by like four on one hit. And you, have, and nice. then you have two guys who are knights. You get a guy's speed down to like zero um, really quickly. Um, I got another ninja with basically the same setup except for that he's our chemist. So he's got items as a secondary and throw items so he can throw stuff across the field to people. And then my thief, who is actually she's a ninja, but secondary is steel, and she has concentration on, so she has a higher chance to steal stuff. And she's a female, so that she can do charm. And she's got the Hermes shoes, so she has plus speed. Because apparently your chance to steal things is entirely based on speed. So uh, trying to get that stat up as high as I can for her. She's got speed of 10 right now. But, um, well, yeah, let's talk about your, your what you want your team to be as a group. Because um, I know that, you know, Ben just, just posed that question. You know, what do I do with these guys? You know, yes. I've worked in – I think Liz probably speak to this better than I because I've never really gotten to the really, really endgame stuff for very long. What are some of the classes that near the end of the game are the most interesting or rewarding to continue to play as? 
I almost always keep a dancer around. I can't remember if they're the ones who... Yeah, um, I actually have a dancer, too. Yeah, are dance. they the ones who do negative attacks? Like, with the... Like, are they the... Not, they're, they're the ones that cast, like, long-term debuffs on the opposition. And it, so, it like, slow and poison and stuff like that? Kind of, yeah. Or, like, MP I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just not up. at that point yet. Yeah, let me look this up for him not misspeaking. Uh, I like use geomancers all, a lot. Yeah, all I have right now lowers is like, MP, lowers yeah. speed, lowers physical attack. Yep. Uh, one of them actually does damage, causes negative status elements, lowers unit CT to zero. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. It takes forever. And the bard is the same thing, only it does the positive versions of all of those. And that she gets you jump plus three. Who gets you move plus three? Then? That'd that would be the, be the bard, bard then. Oh. So only men can get can move, have move plus, plus three, three. Mm -hmm. well, and, which is good because my party is four, four guys both. and a girl. Yeah, so I'll just have the one dancer. It's a sweet eighties comedy. Hildegard von Mariendorf. <laughs> um, I didn't know this, but the Dark Knight is not in the your guys' version. You can actually get the move the the skill set that uh, Gafgarian is. The yeah. all those crazy. No, um, we don't moves. have the Onion Knight either. That Onion Knight's stupid. Yeah, I know. I know what it's. You can equip any item. <laughs> I don't care if I don't have You can it. equip any item. Uh, he's got sick amount of, of health, but uh, yeah, he's stupid. I'm not going to talk about the Onion Knight. We'll waste time on that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what are some of the classes? I mean, I, I still think magic in this game is, needs a lot of tweaking. I don't think it, it's rewarding. But you can get some really cool summons and magical ability. And, like, Nima, I think, has probably got the best setup for a very interesting end game because he's got the, the calculators. calculators. Yeah. Um, they are, I don't know though. I've never actually employed one in combat. So isn't it a bunch of actual math you have to do to figure uh, out who no, you're going to hit really. and who you're not? It's not that bad. Usually like, um, I noticed that I use height a lot because height is really simple math. Mm. And most of the time, like on terrain, like I know for, one of the closer to the end battles, I have my guys who are like at a low height and some guys are at a, at a much higher height. So I just use prime number and height and my guys get all the buffs. Those guys who are too high definitely have like something that divides their height. And I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, whatever. So I basically have like my whole party get haste. And I'm like, all right, everyone go attack, you know. Wow. But yeah, it's, that still it's not sounds that bad. complicated. Like, <laughs> figure out if it's gonna land or not. Like for me, it's okay. Choose a move. Move it to who I'm gonna attack. What's the percent chance it's gonna hit? Oh, I'm gonna choose a different move. You know, this is like okay. Did I put these guys at the right height? Okay, what coefficients do I have available? <laughs> the correct. You're all overthinking this. The correct way to use a calculator is to have chameleon robes on everybody in your party so that everybody can eat holy, and then just spam holy so it hits the entire map. That's it. Oh, that's no <laughs> fun, though. I mean, oh, it's I, mean, a lot like, of fun. I tell you that. It's fun it for a couple battles. but then No, like... it's fun for every battle. I mean, the fun. <laughs> yeah, I heard, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, for They say if you equip Excaliburs, those are holy mm -hmm. swords, so they absorb holy as well. Do they? Uh, that makes sense. So, I believe that. I think that been has the same similar the effect. Game. That might be Excalibur. I know that it gives you haste um, as, a, as a buff just by equipping it, which is always good. Yeah, it's the best sword. Yeah. I mean, the Chaos Blade is a little better, but, you know. For my gold Haste team, though, really I, I don't know. I'm having a lot of trouble because my, my end game, my, my file that's... I'm getting close to the end of the game. I've got mm. a really weird team, I would say. I've got, like, a monk with dual wield. I've got uh, a samurai who I'm really not impressed with. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really boring. <laughs> I mean, it's cool that he can like heal us once in a while, and he can sometimes hit more than one guy at a time. The only thing I like from him is the um, the double hand move, where you two hand one weapon, and you can do a lot of damage that way. Um, I've got a, a ninja who's also the thief, the female. She's still the same. Rams is a knight. He's been a knight for almost all of chapter four because I want to be able to equip Excalibur and save the queen and dual wield those and destroy everyone. Yes. And, <laughs> and then I have a... Who else do I have? It's technically better to do two Excaliburs, but... Yeah. Well, I have, I have two knights, a ninja, a monk... It's such a boring team. Like none of those guys do anything really cool. I made my ninja um, a mediator for a while and learned all those moves. But oh, that was fun. Maybe that's something else we too. Uh, you can um, the mediator is pretty cool because Ben I was saying you want to get that to do the move item stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can actually get in random battles. I maybe even story battles. You can recruit enemy players to your team permanently. Yep. Not like charm, where it's like for three moves, like you can get them to join your team. Okay. Yeah. So I went and did that on two random battles and got like four guys who are like level like sixty or something like that, and then I just send them out doing those errands. So I don't have to send any of <laughs> my real guys out, and they go do all that work. But yeah, I've never actually done any of those like errand things. Yeah, there. I think when you get towards uh, chapter four and you get a little more time, you should definitely explore some of those because that's how you open up some of the side quest stuff. Oh. But. I only do the bare minimum of those that I have to. I don't really explore too much outside, just the optional stuff. But so, like Nima, do you know is this your goal team right here, or what are you going to try and get them towards? Um, yeah, I mean, the, so far these guys seem pretty like legit. They've been holding it down for every battle that I've been in. It not no more uh, no more resets every battle. Thank God. So yeah, how's your guys' uh, death rate been? Like overall, <laughs> have, have you been you. have you been okay? Like Nima, has it has there been a lot of difficult fights for this week, or was it no um, pretty reasonable? Yeah, this this time around, like it's just gotten way nicer because the guys just get so powerful, and uh, yeah, pretty much like the one time that I did have to reset is just that the off chance that like I didn't take the terrain into consideration, mm-hmm. and yeah. one of my guys didn't happen to revive in time. But other than that, like it's it's pretty much been smooth sailing. So okay, how about you, Ben? How's it been? It's actually been sort of okay. Like I think the worst of it has just been like I accidentally reset without like saving. Oh, in a long time. oh yeah. Ouch. That's, and like that's it, it would just be something stupid. Like I would get pissed off that I missed, so I'd be like, whatever. Yeah, reset. <laughs> it's like I have to do like three bites over again. All right, because <laughs> you missed. <laughs> Although, if it's a crucial one, like yeah, I've it, gotta it was, hit this. Yeah, or it was like this over. needed to happen, or we were done, uh, or like three people were gonna die. I think I asked this last week, but when you when you get to a story battle, because that's generally when you actually fight humans, do you try and like milk that battle for all it's worth? Meaning, do you let everyone turn into crystals? I do sometimes, like. I, I try to be cheap and try to get, like, the two-sword skill from, like, ninjas at this one fight, but they didn't give me it, and I was pissed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Although, I mean, you can get some pretty... Like, I got um steel weapon on one of those fights, and that oh, was amazing, yeah. because that's, like, a 600-job point move I got for free, which was totally awesome. But um, let's start stepping through some of the fights, though, for this week that are a little more interesting to talk about. We finished off the last... Um, show right after you get Mustadio. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one you come up to, your Ballast Tour, it's kind of that 
rock mountain right in the middle with the oh, kind of on man. the edge. The edges of it are very low to the ground. They're like four below. Oh, um, yeah, I know that one you're talking about. But you start off, and there's some archers, and I think it's going to be the first time you actually fight a summoner. Summoners, and, yep. And the summoner kicked. can wreck your shit if Got you're not careful. Kicked. Yeah, but that's uh, that's another place where I feel like it's kind of a we just hit a new level in the game. Yeah, it's like oh now guys yep. can hit like ten squares at once, so get ready for that. Um, but then that follows up with uh, oh boy, how do you spell Tagal with Finlands, which is the battle where if you have Mustadio and you can seal evil, it's like the simplest fight ever because he just turns everybody to stone. Um, and then you get out to Goog. Goog Low Town, where it's actually a, a story battle with you, Mustadio, and you fight some more summoners and thieves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when you guys are fighting versus thieves, have you had this happen to you yet? Where um, they walk up and they either charm somebody, and then that guy starts wrecking your team, or yes. worse, they steal they steal something incredibly rare. <laughs> I'll just reset the game if that happens. Me too, but has that happened yet? Because this is I always find incredibly frustrating. Is you see their percent chance. It's like 20%. Yeah, and then, 3%. of course, they just do it no They always land yeah. it. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's like, for me, it's like 20%. Yeah, <laughs> no I'm missing problem. one out of every five oh, yeah, times. it's frustrating. Yeah, but the thieves, like, I have to say, like, they're, as the game goes on, I get more scared of them than anyone else because I'm like, <laughs> oh, I have really good items. Please don't steal them and knights. Oh, breaking my weapons all the time. And yeah. Breaking my armor. Um, that's a real pain in the butt, but... Uh, let's see. Then you get to Balias Whale, which is the fight where um, the how do you say her name? Agrius. Yes. Agrius. Ag- Agrius. Yeah. She uh, is kind of like she's out in front of all your guys, almost getting surrounded by enemies. And this is the one that has kind of like a river that splits in the middle of it, and there's rock faces on two sides. Um, but that battle actually, um, whenever she's out on your team as a story or as a non like an NPC, she just because you can hit so many guys at once. There's always such easy battles, but I, I don't really have much trouble in them. Um, how, so these battles so far, um, I kind of consider the throwaway battles. There's nothing super interesting happens mm-hmm. through these. And so when you start getting into, it says Gol Galata Gallows, which I really want to talk <laughs> about because I think this is a, a very interesting fight. So this is the first fight where you're against Gafgarian with a whole group again. Oh. And it looks like they're going to yeah. be um, executing the queen, or not the queen, the princess. And yeah. there's time mages up top. Mm-hmm. There's a couple knights. There's an archer. Yeah. And then there's a lot of guys. And this is, a, I think, another one of those really tough battles. Um, how are you guys able to approach it? Let's, ben, I think this is probably the one you're on right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's um, way ahead. Oh, right, right. You're way I'm, ahead of this one. Sorry. That, that's the fight I lost my, my, my chocobro. So did you actually have a Chocobo you were using? Yeah, I was using battle? my black Chocobo because that guy was a nightmare. He was awesome. But like yeah. their HP and defense are just garbage. So Yeah. Did you ever yeah, ride him true. in battle? Yeah, I I would usually revive him, but like I just No 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 ride. Oh. Ride. Like get oh, on yeah, and yeah, ride. Yeah, him I would around. do that sometimes. That's just fun. It's kinda dumb. It doesn't I mean, it's really it's help kinda like a waste all. of like three turns. Yeah, it is, but, but... it's still like you run, what's up? And then you hit the guy in the <laughs> face and then you jump off and yeah, it's kinda dumb. But this yeah. is a pretty tough fight because I mean you got Gafgarian is always difficult. But did you guys actually have thieves at this point? Did you try and steal any of his equipment? I didn't have any thieves. Like, I didn't I just, steal any of his equipment. I just oh, don't guys. like thieves. Like, I don't know. I would have to 
they're low damage guys. I'm not. I'm yeah, not I'm not a fan of low damage. I guess. But yeah, uh, you can get a blood sword, guys. <laughs> Until you, know, it's I, such a good sword. I, I guess that's something that I know. Me and Liz probably know a lot of is that, and maybe you can explain to them, Liz, is that being able to steal items in this game is like it's other kind of crack to it. You know, like it's like this drug. Like I really enjoy it. No, I agree. It's one of the few games where stealing the items that you can steal all throughout the game are so, so much better than what you can buy in stores. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like you're stealing something in Tucson that you can buy in three. It's you're stealing something you're not going to find anywhere else. Yeah. Or if you do, right. some ninja will have to throw it at you in the depths of hell. <laughs> so, Yeah, and I guess that's something we should maybe preface is that there are these amazing items that... Um, they are truly unique, and I think that's something I like about the the equipment in this game. Is that I always every upgrade always feels good. There's a lot of items that have different that you buy that are good, but anything that you actually acquire that is a, a significant power up is difficult to get. Like you are mm. not you are earning whatever that is, unless oh, it's true. It's when Sid joins your party and you just get Excalibur because he joined your party. <laughs> so now yeah. you've got like the you best sword of the playing game. the game. Yeah, yeah, all the difficult fights and and soft resets are what Sid rewards you with. But because um, he's got that sword, I don't know if he's got anything else good on him. Probably got some. I have a crystal helm that early. I don't think so. But uh, that's another really interesting fight, just because I think they throw at you three, four, five, six, seven. Guys, so eight people you're fighting against. That's wow. a that's a pretty big fight. Um, let's see what happens after. That. Oh, and then the next one. There's a lot of feedback from the forum thread on this one. I think Lionel Castle Gate, and this is the fight where Ramza's on one side of yeah. the wall, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and then everyone else is on the other side. So uh, Nima, if you can recall back to this one, how did that fight go for you? Um, that one actually wasn't too bad, um, because at that point I definitely had two swords and okay. some monk in it, so Gaff, I just pretty much walked up to Gaff Gary and I'm like, hey, how's it going, brother? Two punches. Just knock him <laughs> out. He's Straight out. I'll him. It was great. And then I just, like, walked over to the the gate door. I opened it up and I was like, all right, who else wants some? And Ramza just walks out and starts taking out fools. But no, I mean, at that point, um, I think I had calculators, but of course, they weren't doing much. I'm playing this game wrong. So. <laughs> what am I ben, doing? No, buddy. No, there's no good. wrong way to play it, though. That's the thing. Like yeah, the only wrong way well, to play no, it no. is if you don't. There are wrong ways to play this game. Are there? <laughs> okay. Like I mean, you could be not. You could know. You maybe didn't know you could get new jobs. You're like, how do I get my guys? Yeah, to everyone is squire. All the time. You know? Yeah. There, <laughs> that, there are wrong ways, but there are just different i like it a lot because there's your play style like for me i don't like to dick around with any of the magic just destroy guys as quickly as possible while other people like to do cool like haste effects and like mm-hmm. slow down the enemy and stuff like that but um so did you guys know that you can actually go down and uh hit the switch before the fight did you guys know that because some people in the thread i was Wait. trying to find who said this but on that fight um you know rams is separated but there's a switch you can go down there and push that opens up the door and like your team. before you kill Gafgarian? Yes. yes. Son of a bitch! I did know that. I think I did know that. <laughs> okay, I guess oh my ben God. does not know that. Yeah, I'm going to here. Rune Devros was talking about this fight. saying He had samurais. The, the, oh, the ability to... Uh, the AoE attack ability was pretty good for theirs because um, you can actually... It, it, that is one nice thing about samurais is that it will not hit your own people, the AoE moves. It actually decides. That nice. So that is something yeah. that is pretty slick about them. But I was going to see who was talking about 
This is a stupid game. <laughs> I Holy like I, I was actually at that hands. fight for a really long time because like I just could not beat Gafgarian with Ramza with him like healing himself with that night sword thing he had going on. Yeah, it's and, it's tough. Like I had to go elsewhere and grind Ramza like as a chemist to get him auto potion so he wouldn't die. Oh yeah, yeah. So wait, but now that you have auto potion, yeah, I mean good, it's, right? it's it's pretty good now. Although I I sort of wish he had counter instead sometimes, but yeah, it because it, it speeds fights up. But it's yeah. I don't know. It's nice to be alive. So are you using high potions or X potions yet? I don't. I'm know. using high potions. Okay. Like I think I'm at the point right now. I'm fighting that that Wegraf bro, and I think uh, high potions aren't really doing it for me. Right yeah, now. I think I'm gonna say, die. You should have. You should probably have auto X potions at this point, buddy. Other, uh, especially for that fight, which we yeah. will talk about in I mean, great detail. What, I I just like keep buying high potions. Like I have yeah. X potions. I should just. Get oh, well, you got to sell all the high potions for mm-hmm. it to work. So, um, yeah. HS here in the forum thread brought up a point that I forgot that kind of is important. Would have been really nice for a lot of the fights that we just talked about is that uh, rubber shoes. You guys ever actually equip those? Oh, no, maybe once don't in my think career. So. It, it negates um, uh, electricity, lightning attacks. Oh. And so there's a lot That's of nice. guys who have lightning weapons, not just mm. the, like doing thunder, and they mm. just don't do any damage for, mm. for those That's lights, nice. which, <laughs> is, which is pretty good. It seems really specific, though. It I is. I don't, I don't like having items or skills that are only useful in like, very specific yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of equipment, like bracelets and things that you get mm. that are like very specific on when you need to use them. But yeah. when you need to use when them, oh my gosh, yeah. you need to use them or else you're <laughs> going to lose. So um, so then you come up to the, which I always find a really silly fight, but it's the Zirchili Falls where you've got um, Delita and uh, the princess on the bridge. Oh. And you've got your team and Gafgarian. And but you're you know he's on the uh, he's an enemy. That but you have first, s- that was the first okay. week, right? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that was like the because uh, that, that was before we got Mustadio. So yeah, that was. Yeah. In the that's, that's when I brought up how I thought it was stupid that like NPC characters would always set up. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting these mixed up. Later on, it's the one where it's just the two of them because you do come back there, but then it's just Delita and the princess. And he he wrecks shit, but I think that might be past where we were for this week. Let me see. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't that's, I haven't gotten that yet. Yeah, that's spoiler alert. Spoilers. Yeah, it's kind of a weird battle. Um. Okay, so now we get into the first major boss battle. Yes, Lionel Castle Oratory. Oh my god! And you fight the first Zodiac enemy, dude. She is a oh, nightmare. How Quick do you lane. spell this guy's name? Even his ugly butt. Just saying. Dude, he's Oogie Boogie from Nightmare he Before is Christmas. Oogie Boogie. He is like so crap. Oogie Boogie. Like that's the first thing I thought. I was like, yeah, oh shit. He is. No, you're absolutely right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, so good. This is uh the first boss fight, and it's really um Annoying. I don't know. It, it's it's actually I find this much easier than the one that you're on right now, Ben, versus Y Griff. Uh, uh this one, but it's the first time you kind of encounter like these AoE AOE attacks, and actually, I think oh, so we have man. a voicemail on this one. Let me, let me cue this up here. Hi, Fangamer Podcast. This is Chaotic Lemming again. Um, oh. I wanted to t- tell more about uh, Final Fantasy Tactics uh, for the next show. And so I'm not quite caught up at the moment. I should be caught up when the, uh, the show goes live. Um, last fight I did was the Grog Hill, where some band of thieves decides to take you to the church for money. 
so I'm a couple battles away from where we're supposed to be. But uh, I wanted to talk about the end of Chapter 2. So oh, good. That, that was right. Uh, <clears throat> part of the discussion for today, anyway. Um, I wrote a little bit about my end chapter experience, but I didn't talk about the last battle, which, on reflection, I uh, have some issue with. I got through it, and I didn't think much about it, because uh, I did it on my first try. I just barely got through it. I had enough muscle with Ramza and my knight to uh, beat uh, what Quecklane, I think his name is, uh, one turn before most of my characters who had died became crystals. So <laughs> I got out of it without any casualties. Um, but thinking back on the design of the fight, it's another example of, I think, the game not teaching you very well uh, what you're supposed to be doing. And that's the same kind of issue I had with the beginning of the game. And in this case, there's a couple things that uh, that seem like poor choices. The first is it's the first time where you could save over an old file and not be able to go back. Yeah. And thanks to the mm-hmm. forum thread, we, you know, I, I didn't have that problem. Um, but to compound that issue, the fight is a completely different beast than anything you've seen before. They throw, it's, it's just this one monster, but he can throw all these status effects that you haven't encountered yet at everybody on his first turn. And, you know, you sort of, when that happened, is like, okay, three characters have death sentence. Yeah. A lot of them are yeah. going to be undead. It's, okay, I don't know what to do to combat that. My items, looking through them, I don't have the right stuff. Whatever, yeah. I'm just going to have to go full force and try and end this thing as quickly, <laughs> quickly as I dies. can. Which worked, granted, but if it hadn't worked and I was stuck at this, you know, point of no return against a, bat, a foe I had no idea what to do with, I think I would have had, you know, that would have frustrated the snot out of me. And, <laughs> you know, it worked out fine, but you still have to, if you want to, you know, really evaluate the game fairly, you have to go back and say, all right, that would have been really, really bad situation. And so I think we need to, it just, it just calls back that same problem from the beginning. And, um, if that kind of thing continues to crop up, then that, I don't know, I am having a lot of fun with the game, don't get me wrong, every time I sit down with it, get some time, it's a, it's great, but at the end of the day is going to tarnish its reputation or its, uh, my, my experience with it, whether or not it gets in my way at all, um, just, you know, as a, as a critic. I would talk more about how good the game is, because, um... It really is a lot of fun, and now that I have, like, Roms as a ninja, and I've got a Lancer, it's really good times, um, but I don't want to take up any more, um, I don't want to take up any more time, so, unfortunately, it's a little bit negative, but really, it is a fun time, and I have more positive things to say in the forum thread, I think, so, uh, anyway, thanks for taking my call, and I hope you have a good show, see ya. Thanks. Yeah, I think he sums up really well a couple points, though, that, like, we just touched on that. This fight introduces all kinds of really intense mechanics that, uh, if you don't have the right items equipped, if like or the ability to, to to defend against those, you hopefully your team has the most DPS possible to yeah. take everyone out. But like the AOE, what does the movie do? It's called um, oh what is it? It's like because a couple other guys use it later in the game. 
But you, you cast Doom on your guys a lot. But it's like this AoE crazy move that like hits everybody at once. Oh, I wish I knew the name. It doesn't have it in here. Anyway, uh, but that was a... And he's got a sick amount of health. Like 600 or 700 health or something like that. Um, anyway, so do you guys... Obviously, you kept your separate save files. Were you okay getting through this or... I, I was... I was okay, mostly because like you guys were really warning about having extra save files early on, so yeah. I made sure not to screw that up. <laughs> it's important. It is. Uh, let's see. Um, let's kind of speed through here. Let's get up to uh, where are we here? The when you start going into the castle in chapter three. So we finished up this, and now you start going into the depths of the monastery, and you've got the scriptures, and you get into some fights here where. Um, there's a lot more interesting classes. You're starting to fight dragoons. Um, there's more summoners and time mages. Um, the setup of your team starts becoming far more important, having things like auto potion. And um, you get to that fight where there's actually things worth stealing, but guys have safeguard on now, so that kind of gets a little frustrating. But um, the monastery vaults where you kind of go all the way back down and you start coming back up again. And you get into that fight with um, Wygraf, right? Is that the one you're on right now, Ben? Or are you on the, the final one? I'm on the final one. Okay, so this is yeah. the first Except I just restarted because once he transferred, so well. he just annihilated everybody. Um, because the um, this is the fight where it's like there's a big wall in between. And your team starts on one side and there's like a door that you funnel everyone through. Oh, God, that's And then all the enemies are on the other side just that's like a dumb fight. aiming at the door waiting yeah, for you to like just like, yeah, yeah camera that. control or camera problems suddenly arise again. Yeah. I think in that fight because like um, they have a bunch of mages. And whenever it goes to like show them moving and stuff. It flips around, so you can't see any of your guys on the other side of the wall. But if they're on one side of the wall, like, targeting something on the other side, you can't see what they're targeting at all. Yeah. Because, like, it just you're just going to assume they're attacking something on the other side. Someone's going to get hurt, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this thing. is where um, you can steal from him, and you can get some good stuff. Uh, I think he's, just, he's got, like, a diamond sword that he does a lot of damage with. But um, this is another fight where, I don't know... It, and you, it's funny because like you have this whole level, right? But you end up fighting in like this super small, like space, right, where the yeah. stairs come up and then split mm -hmm. again. Yeah. I didn't really. Sometimes like I enjoy the story battles more because they have more interesting terrain. But this is one where I found it more frustrating. But, um, so this is something I was gonna ask you, Liz. When you do through these story battles like this, and and you have the opportunity to start getting new abilities from the guy's crystals, <laughs> do you ever? balance it out because I mean, a lot of these fights are really tough to wait for everyone to turn into a crystal yeah i yeah. usually don't wait that full time it just takes a really long time and the, you'll get all the abilities eventually and usually by that point i've farmed so much that i have everything hmm. or close to so it doesn't it, really come so. into play as much for you it's not something i lose sleep over now i always think because I, I hate leveling up a lot of the magic especially summoners anytime there's a summoner on the map i really try and let them die first so i yeah. can get hopefully some summon that would be like 700 <laughs> job points or yeah. something like that now having said that i've also been cheating so that anybody with lots of jp that oh, is required right. to level up the class i've already done it by using the scroll glitch so yeah I'm not, again not losing sleep over crystals because um, it's like how much fun am i gonna have waiting for people to die versus just mastering everything myself and that's then true playing yeah. at my own pace what to do um, the, uh, another interesting fight that came after this, uh, that, uh, 
Cat Lemming just spoke to was Grog Heights, where you encounter this team of uh, deserters. And I don't know if the translation works well in that version, but it's kind of sad because they're all like, well, we can't go back to our families because they'll kill us. But maybe yeah. if we maybe if yeah. we take this guy with us, they'll let us go. And it's like this really kind of sad yeah, fight. Yeah, I don't want to kill you. But yeah, and um, who was it in the dick. forum thread who brought this up? Um, Rune Devros also mentioned this, that they, they have a really – like it reminds me of the team that you start with because you have like a little squire and, and you've got a chemist like they have all these really low oh, and an archer cute. and a thief yeah and no knights and it's just like and you're my team comes walking up it's like it's five ninjas <laughs> and it's just like uh you really shouldn't attack us everyone's got counter on just you know It'll be a fair fight if you just let us, you know, attack one at a time. No, they all come up and they just get slaughtered. <laughs> yeah. The chemists start so. using Phoenix Downs on their own guys to bring him back to life. And oh, God. It was, it's so sad. It was, it it's was really sad. sad. It was a murder. That is sad. But I come back to this battle later in a random encounter and get my ass handed to me. Liz, the 11 monk battle happened to me. Oh, the random no. yeah. battle. I thought you were exaggerating. It no, was literally no 11 monks, Jeez. all level, whatever my highest level was. Oh, yeah. And they can just heal each other and revive each other. Yeah, and, they all have chakra. And they all have wicked Shit. damage. And I, I took down, like, three of them until I... Uh, and then they revived themselves, and that was... I wanted like yeah, I want to beat cost that. Them any MP. Oh yeah, it's. Yep. I think it's one of the hardest battles in the game. It is, honest. and I really want to. I want to be able to beat it. Like I want to go back and see if I can <laughs> do it. Like when I have yeah. a really decked out but, team, but like but eleven the is, months, then you have to go back and forth over that tile like yeah. twenty times to get that random battle. Yeah, but it actually does does exist. So I thought that was funny that I managed to hit that on like the one time I walked by the square. Oh yeah, um, good luck. Especially <laughs> considering that they um, gosh, when there's eleven enemies. You wait a long time before it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a lot oh, of no. guys moving yeah. around, but yeah, yeah I can't was... imagine the uh, system is working at full speed too. There, <laughs> yeah, like too the many sprites like, to render. Um, but then we get past this into what I find some of the more painful fights in the game, where you have to try and keep uh, what's her face alive, Rafa, uh, Rafa, yeah, and really and Marek. It depends maybe, on if maybe there's more in the future. It depends on if she's crazy or not, and she decides <laughs> yep. to like go right up to the two ninjas in the walled city of Yard Yardro and have them yeah. just one shot her. She's an, I have had that happen. Was with that one, I blocked the door so she couldn't go. Oh. in Oh, well, it depends on your speed. If she has higher speed than your guys do, yeah. she'll might get to go first. Goes up to the ninjas, does her, and can I say this? Why they have the worst move in the game, like of, of like a oh. special character. Who? Yeah, true. Like, Cecilia truth. and Lead. Uh, I don't know what their names are in yours, or, uh, Um, the Rafa and Marek in oh. this one. Oh, I see. What they you're have saying. truth Did and untruth. Right? They have yeah. like the worst like abilities. It's the like the AOE that might hit somebody. Uh, yeah, uh, there is. I don't know. It murdered a dude in one turn, but it's so random. Yeah, yeah. It's there the was like a out, somewhat. But... There was like a somewhat famous quote unquote post on SA where like our poster who would always post in the tactics threads, no matter how many threads came up, defending to the death that Rafa and Malik, if you did all the calculations correctly, were far and away the most powerful two what? characters in the game. And <laughs> I never understood it. What calculations? Yeah, like, if, you, if you broke down the game and understood like the placement of the tiles, and I can see like if it's a <laughs> five-tile attack, but you push it into a corner with three, then yeah. the odds go up. and It's... Uh, 
there are people out there who think those characters are very good, but I don't understand it. They're no, garbage. No, compared okay. to the other characters yeah. you get who get like long range break armor moves and mm-hmm. and and seal evil and or is a dragon oh, yeah. or a robot or all kinds of sweet stuff, right? <laughs> or they're a robot. You, you know, you can stand on the robot. Yeah, right? yeah. But then the this these guys come in and they they just ma- they they randomly hit. And even then, it's not really great damage unless they happen to get lucky and hit that many times. I, I'm always really tempted to refuse them on my team when they want to join afterwards. Nah, we don't want any scrubs on our team. Get off here. You're out. But then I want their items, so I take those anyway. <laughs> um, but then we get into the, the last couple most difficult battles for this week. So let's let's break it down. Let's talk about uh, the Castle Gate where you're out front. Um, that's a really the the terrain in this one really puts you at a disadvantage because they're all up high you got archers I found on the that ledge. One really easy. I mean, I just yeah. did it though. So how did you approach it, Ben? Um, I had my monk and Ramza like right together, so they could just walk up to that first knight and just annihilate him. And like from there, they could just jump up and take out those archers. And like in the second squad, like there's nothing really going on in that other area off to the side, really, aside from like, yeah, like two other guy. knights. That I mean, I had my uh, geomancer like stop one of them, and like from there, it was just really easy. I just took him out from a distance. Hmm. Okay. Nima, how'd the battle go for you? Uh, it wasn't too bad. The one gripe I had with it was um, another camera angle thing. There was a dude that was hidden. Like oh, yeah. in this wall, <laughs> and he's just like floating over the water. And when I rotated, I was like, "Wait, is there, is there a guy there?" And then I rotated again, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, so there is a dude just chilling there." But other than that, it wasn't too bad actually. Um, I left one archer alive and just let everyone else turn into treasure chests. But eventually, she attacked my monk, and he. Oh. <laughs> he I was like, that. "No, damn it!" But I got a couple like items and stuff, so that was pretty. Good. I always like to uh, always like to have at least one person who has the knight's uh, abilities, so that. If I want to, you know, like you just said, leave things so they turn into crystals and chests, I'll have that guy go up and find an archer. So there's usually an archer around and just break their their weapon. And then they're useless for the rest of the battles. They can just only physically attack. Yeah. So that's my tip. But then we get into one of the most difficult battles in the entire game, which I think, Ben, you've just approached, right? I You're on. I might, I might be doing it right now. It's, it's you on? versus Wygraf, right? Yeah. And it's just you and Ramza. I'm just running around toe. in circles yelling at myself. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. So that is a strategy that a couple people brought up in the forum thread. The You just stay away from him and work your like accumulate or your tailwind. I don't know what it's called. The one, it increases your speed. Yeah. Shout. Yeah, yell. Over and over. And then, uh, and then going for the kill. Um, how has that been for you so far? Um, this is my second time doing it. This time, not so well because uh, he's like I'm in a position where I can't really move anywhere this next turn without him hitting me. But um, it's going. It went pretty well the first time. And so have you gotten to phase two of the fight yet? Yeah, I have. I just got mutilated the second that started. <laughs> yeah, so that's so With dudes Liz... rocking like that dark holy or whatever the hell they're doing. Yeah, so let's oh, break man. this down. Liz, how do you approach that second half of this fight where when he transforms into um I don't even know Velius. Velius. You know, I think I did it differently every oh, time. Just moved twice. Um yeah. I don't remember if I, like I actually was kind of skimming through it on YouTube. 
uh, earlier because I didn't get to get to that part myself. I completely forgot about that. I thought you killed Wygraf as a man and you just fell down oh, and go up to Elmdor. That's such a hard fight, though. It is a hard fight. I like uh, the, one of the videos I was watching had a person. I guess they had Rams as like a dragoon or something because he just jumped and did like 400 damage in one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was sick. But uh, you know what? I probably used some combination of summoners from the back and. Probably my dancer by then to kind of keep everybody slowed if it were, wouldn't mm. work. So I that, don't really have a good strategy for that one. Yeah, because it's such a. I feel, like you said like. Yeah, oh you wait, just, I, no, I know what my I strategy just was. Kill Velius really quickly. That's mostly the strategy that I employ. Is just okay, strategy. sacrifice everyone else, do as much damage to him as you can. But he's got those three. Yeah. Um, what are they Goonies. called? Yeah. If you're using, if you're using uh, the yell accumulate trick which i pretty much always use on Wygraph, then by then ramza shouldn't he keep his speed from the Wygraph yeah, fight? yeah he does and he you're, does yeah, yeah so that's what i did so, i just I walked through everybody around. yeah because i probably like because that's right that's what i did because i remembered what was coming next when i did that last and so i just made it so ramza moved seven times for every one Wygraph <laughs> had and then i just took out all of his posse oh, when they okay. came next. i was about to say like i didn't cheap. do that but i did have my team of like dual wielding everybody and we were we did manage the first time i did it, i got killed because i my very first attack missed on the demon and it would have won. I can if I can attack the demons, I could one shot them because I have dual wield. But if it missed, then they get off their AOE move. It like puts some guys to sleep, some guys go doom, or does sick damage. Um, auto potion, you know, was was going off a lot. But even then, like I must feel like this is one of those fights. Like I I wrote it down as a um. There's a couple fights like this. Any of the boss fights, I feel like it's just a race to mm -hmm. can you kill them before they kill every one of your guys yeah. and your guys turn into crystals. And, and I, I yeah. always feel a little true. like bad about doing it that way. It's like when right? I just like, go for, like for the main guy, it's like I could get so much experience by trying to kill these other dudes. Oh, but uh, I say I was. I feel bad more because. I, I, it makes me feel like, am I just not good enough? Like, is there a way that I'm not <laughs> thinking about how to do this so I'm not just racing, you know? Like, I feel like yeah. that's, like, a really poor yeah. strategy. Like, just let's try and, uh, you know, just throw as many resources as I can at the problem until I die. Yeah. I, and I, I don't know. So, as in terms of a flaw in the game, what do you guys think? Like, Nima, do you the, – these sort of battles, do, do you feel like it's a good mechanic or is it something that actually isn't well put together? I don't know. I mean, considering like this battle, I think it was it was okay. Um, the problem I was actually having a lot more trouble just on the solo against Wygraph because I forgot to put auto potion on Ramza, oh. so I started getting screwed quick because dude was just like one hitting half my yeah. half my health. Yeah. But like after that, I don't know. I feel like calculator sort of balanced it out. So I'm I'm sort of got a biased view Win on this with math. That's, that's why they yeah. do math. Yeah, because, like, right at the start of the battle, I'm like, okay, everyone get haste. And everyone just started, we just started, like, swarming fools. And, <laughs> like, I have a monk and Ramza just going in head first and just punching fools twice. And they were pretty much dying immediately. So the goons mm. didn't really affect me as much. They did, like, at one point, uh, when they cast, I think, was it Dark Holy? Like, yeah. that was just, that was kind of wrecking my, wrecking my shit. But, uh... I I think I had my monk stayed alive, but Ramza died, so I just used the monk's revive and had Ramza come back. And I was like, okay, this this is okay. I can deal with this. And I had my lancer on the side, just jumping to him and not getting affected because they weren't going to attack 
you know, the, the lonely yeah. Lancer. They were like, oh yeah, Ramza and a monk together, we'll take out two guys at once. Yeah. But the Lancer's just chilling on the side, jumping and doing damage. And mm-hmm. Velius is just in the back, you know, looking chilling. all steroided up yeah. and just freaking like casting <laughs> spells Freaky from a drugs. distance. And I was like, all right, cool. And then eventually I just, uh, like all three of the Goonies just like attack me and then I use the, not counter, the first strike, Hamido. Hamido? Mm. Yeah. So I'm using Hamido and they were pretty much knocked out. Wow, you guys, it's funny because I forget you guys are completely new to this because you were wrecking some of the most difficult fights in the game uh-huh. without, without. I mean, like, I've had to quit the game entirely and start We've over at this guidance. fight. Yeah, yes. I guess that's true. It's true, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. I was going to bring up really quick, though, uh, Rune Devros in the thread. I just crack up when I see this picture. He's been doing all the, the monster breeding that we were complaining about last time because the, they take up all your inventory mm-hmm. and he poached one of his own guys in order to get a holy lance have you guys seen what holy lance does what it's something so ridiculous it's for, right yeah it's for your dragoons right it's um it's a pole arm that the chance on hit it casts holy on the target yeah. as well that's ridiculous and it does like he was saying it was roughly uh, 100 physical damage plus 50 to 60 additional points of damage from the holy attack. Uh, and he does wrecked um, Wygref and everybody at the end of this stage. But oh, yeah, um, I bet. It, it looks really cool. Cause I mean, I, holy is such like a, I never really bother using it in the game because I have to get so much stuff to get down to it, but it's very yeah. powerful. Uh, yeah, it move. can be very good. I can see that. If you're set up right to use it, like with the uh, robes. So like, Dan, Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. No, I was going to say what you can do, like, uh, it's very useful if you have stuff on that can absorb holy. You can just use it as a sick heal spell. Right, right. Yes. So then the last battle, that I guess it technically didn't go into this week, but, I mean, it's the last battle of the chapter, so I hope everybody just went the one extra and went through it, mm-hmm. is on the roof. Did you actually do that one, Nima? Yes. Were you? Yes. So this is another really difficult fight that you're followed it's up annoying. against. Um, it's not too hard to actually beat. I mean, because you just have to get one of those three guys down to, like, 20%. Yeah. So if yeah. you have ninjas, you know, you can end the fight quickly. It's that there's so much good stuff to get. There's items to steal. There's um, – you can learn Ultima, which I think, Nimi, you were talking about before the cast. So yeah. Did you – you did or didn't get I Ultima? No, I mean, I – no, I, I ended the battle way too quickly to be able to even, like, consider Ultima. I, I read about it, and it's pretty much – and I didn't even have Rams as a squire, so mm-hmm. yeah. I was pretty much like, it's cool. I'll, I'll worry about it later because – um, I know later battles you can learn it as well. So. I forget which item. What does he have that you, it's worth stealing? Uh, they have accessories. Is this where they actually... He had, um, I think Elmdor had Muramasa, but I don't know if that's yeah. any good. You can buy that later, actually. Okay. So that one was... Yeah. Is this where you can first get the little the perfume, the little uh, the accessory for the first time for girls that only girls can use? Or is this... I can believe that. I, I, I never sure. I have no draw clue. that battle out, but I can I believe it. Um, the other one that I was going to say... For the story, okay, and I know you guys is the translation's different, but okay, at the beginning of this this battle, you've got um the two twins right up on the roof, and like I swear, or maybe it's even an earlier battle, but she talks about how like the um oh, what's his name? He's back here in one of these earlier yeah. battles. I, I I just I just beat Velius in like three turns because Ram Ramza went like three times in a row. Oops. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, gosh, where is that fight? Because I, I, this is a really weird story element that I don't think I ever picked up on before. Because 
both of those the twins that do the crappy damage they um they were raised by Zalmor, right? That that like priest dude or something it's like a, I don't yeah, his know. name begins with a b and r's yeah okay well, that guy right but yeah. then like like the brother's defending him and the sister you know Wants doesn't like away. him right? i but think then, she like, alluded to like him raping her okay yeah, that's, that's exactly what it you were gonna say, yeah. yeah is that true like is that what they were trying to because that's i was wondering during I think the like she, the she just mentions like you know what he did to me and like they didn't go back to that okay yet. Well, wow. no, he makes a comment in our version where he's like, you still hold the memories of what I did in your body. And Whoa. Like, oh, damn, yeah. Wow. Like, That's okay. pretty cold for a child Creepy. monster. Yeah, yeah, that's when I realized there's some, I mean, there's all the backstabbing, and when we get into the story it's next time. It's a dark time, game. There's some, yeah, it is. A lot of people so, killing. And, oh, so man. are we getting to the story? Like, is there anything we can say I, about it? Because, like, I, I think we I, I'm actually, in all honesty, I'm having a lot of trouble, like, following exactly what's going on with all the characters. Like, who's on <sighs> what side? Should, and, like, I, I really save want it for next week. Yeah. When we have like when we're all completed and then we can all piece it I together. I think we could cuz I don't yeah, I think down. that's a great idea cuz I I try to and I'm not I just can't. There's just so many like okay, wait, like, this guy I don't guy know who's on what him. side or like who's even with what group at yeah. this point. I don't either. It's going to show, you know on? what? Explain And it then to it's going to flop again cuz it's going to change too yeah, much. Yeah, so we're going to save the story for next week. We'll cuz I think we did a lot I on, think I'll on just mechanics leave the, this week. The zodiac story thing that you're talking Yeah, that'll help too. Even then like I feel like you could have like, like when they're like hunting down mobsters and they have like the board with like the main guy's name at the top and all the twine connecting all the people like in the wire. It's like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> you would need one of those to figure out what is going on in this game. Yeah. So he maybe was like, cheese was Randy's father. What? What? Maybe we'll. Who has the package? <laughs> the package. <laughs> How did you get the package? You know what I'm talking about, Ben. Yeah. All right. So. Let's let's close it up here. Long discussion. We'll take a quick break and then we're gonna close out the show. No, no, there's an, there's enough to edit out. I think we got about yeah. at least like thirty minutes I can chop off. Flamenco Sketches by Disasterpiece comes from the amazing 8-Bit Miles Davis tribute album called Kind of Bloop. Find more awesome stuff like this at kindofbloop.com. Alright, well let's close out the show here. 
Um, first, we have uh, a quick announcement. So we got a voicemail from Pyrogry42. It's a really nice review, but the quality um, through Skype and his phone are really poor, so it was really hard to make out uh, a lot of the salient details. So Pyrogry, <laughs> call back. And, and slow down a another bit. one and and yeah louder slow down a bit and too. sadder <laughs> but no i think we heard a lot of really nice things that he was, was really interested in the game now but uh we have another voicemail um another kind of general guideline for voicemail um try and keep them you know a little shorter you know we, we appreciate that because uh we mm-hmm. we like the more in-depth we like to hear more of your opinions and we're going to try and play more of the longer ones at the end of the show but you yeah. know, under two minutes, if yeah. you could, you know, yeah, as a, as a I'm rule gonna, of I'm thumb. I'm gonna give you a suggestion, like you know, practice in front of a mirror a couple times, so like you know what you're gonna <laughs> like make bullet points. Be it, like, yo, if I'm you feel gonna... like you'd be nervous about calling in, then yes. But if you have like a one thing you want to say, yeah, like yeah. you're saying, hey, is my, you know, don't worry about it too much. But uh, I but find we this do very very right. ironic given how long the show ran given that what? we're lecturing people on gravity oh, being the soul of wit. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, the internet's Sorry. going down. Oh. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, All right. I, I, I just want to say, like, I, I don't mind if you leave a voicemail and, um, like, you're, you know, kind of stuttery because I'm like that all the time. But one thing that you might not know in the translation between finished product and podcast we're recording now is I, I very much edit everyone to make them sound a lot more competent and smarter than they really are, including your voicemails. But if you can make me not do that, that would be cool. <laughs> like, just make me cut out less stuttering. That would be uh, pretty dope. Ben, such a people's champion. Yeah, he's a community organizer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's close out. So next week's show is going to be our June um, news recap. So we'll yeah. be going through that, and then I think another week or two goes by before another week after that, and then we'll be finishing out Game Club. So I don't know if you probably couldn't catch up at this point, but if you're still if you're not caught up at this point, you'll be okay. You'll get through mm-hmm. it. So um, you can leave us voicemail at five zero three four four six cast. We appreciate it. Uh, it's good to hear from you guys. You know, like as we said, try and keep it a little bit shorter. Uh, I don't think we've had an iTunes review for a while, although I haven't checked in the last couple of days. So uh, leave us a review if you haven't yet. Yeah, it gets a, it gets us seen by more people on that iTunes. So Definitely tune in up. for uh, the last couple fan fests here. If this comes oh, yeah. out Wednesday earlier, so there'll be one that evening at six p.m. Pacific, nine Eastern, and then again on Friday will be the final point. And again, who is Wednesday? Wednesday Upsy movies. Is Upsy movies. Upsy. Upsy guys, yeah. Nice. Monday is us, and then Friday is the Fan Gamer crew closing it out. I'll be able to see um, all those. Yes, yes. and then. That's all the other things I want to bring up. So, uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you all next week. See you. Okay. Bye. Bye. You're going to mow my lawn now. <laughs> dig some dirt, dig some holes. There's two ways this could go. Either he is an older man trying to seduce you and just pretending he likes your music, <laughs> or he's 
like one of those sick ghetto talent scouts who's just trying to get you out of your money and then leave you in the ghetto and he's pretending to like your music. Hey again, this is Jeremy in Bloomington once more. You know, if you guys get sick of hearing me call and, you know, sick of playing me on your show, feel free to not play me. It's fine. I just like this one as a greater means of leaving feedback as opposed to posting the forums. I thought I would give a little bit of a talk about the uh, E3. Um, I know that I'm like a week later or whatever. Who gives a, who gives a shit? Anyways, uh, actually, an episode before your E3 episode, I remember hearing Liz mention about an article she'd found that's saying that Square was going to host like two more MMORPGs or something to that effect. Uh, at the time, that kind of pissed me off because every other MMO that they've ever released has been pretty shitty. And, um, well, uh, when E3, when watching all the E3 coverage and stuff like that on most of the Nerdy Show uh, website, they covered, they went to the Square Enix booth and they actually showed one of the MMOs that's coming out, and it's called Wakfu, which you guys read on that same episode, actually, as one of Square's products. I don't know if you guys look more into it, but you really should, because it's not being made by Square. Square is hosting the servers for it and distributing and publishing it or whatever, you know, making money off of it. It was actually developed by a different crew altogether. It looks like Final Fantasy Tactics Online, which absolutely makes me freaking happy. Like, I'm really looking forward to this game, and I'm glad Square didn't make it, or else it would probably be pretty crappy. All right, um, uh, on the one of the last episodes, you guys had mentioned that you guys haven't really played much of the other tactics RPGs. You know, Ben edited his uh, uh, Zone of the Enders GBA game, and uh, you were playing Battle Hearts 2, and, you know, stuff of that nature. And I, I thought I would just throw out a couple suggestions. You don't have to take them seriously, whatever. Um, I would mentioned in my first last voicemail, Behemoth Lagoon was on the Super Famicom. Of course, it was translated on ROM and easy to find. I highly recommend people download it. It is such a great game. It's like Final Fantasy Tactics, except for your dragon riders, and you move your dragons around and get in the battle. It's just great. The front mission series, for the most part, is pretty good. Uh, over half of it is, at least. The first one was on Super Famicom, once again, can be found translated. And the second one was, or it was also ported onto the Nintendo DS in the United States, which is it's actually pretty fun on the Nintendo DS. Same thing with the second one. I think it was ported to Nintendo DS. I'm not 100% sure, but I played the Famicom translated version. The PlayStation version, number three, is insanely good. And on the back of the case, it'll say, has two different stories, and with the possibility of over 120 hours of gameplay, it's not kidding either. Like, I've invested about, I invested about 140 hours into it as a kid just so I can see both different story arcs. And they're both really good story arcs, too. The fourth one, which is on PlayStation 2, and Evolved, which just came out on PlayStation 3, stay away from them. They are awful. The Ogre Battle series is a pretty good series for the War Tactics RPGs, which I feel like most of you have probably played. I don't know why it has the title name, but Episode 5, March of the Black Queen, which was the Super Nintendo launch, which is actually why it was actually banned in America after a launch. That's why there's such a limited amount of copies of the Super Nintendo title, because people thought Black Queen was offensive, apparently. 
It was also ported later on to PlayStation 1, and no one said a shit. No one said anything about it. Um, let us cling together. That is also called Tactics Ogre. That was originally released on the Super Famicom. It never came, it came over as a PlayStation 1 title. Exact port. That's why the graphics look so a little dated on that game. And then it was later revived again, just recently, onto the PSP. A very good port, I will say. Um, Person of Lordly Caliber, which is the Nintendo 64 one. There was another Tactics Ogre that was released in the GBA, which is not a port of the original Tactics Ogre. It's a completely different story, and it's also just as great as the rest of the series. There's one random little scraggling title that's not associated with any other... Uh, it's not a part of a series. It's just this one game that's made by Working Designs, you know, the guys with Lunar, Lunar 2, and those other games. Um, it's called Vanguard Bandits. It's for the PlayStation 1. I kind of always described it as... Like, if Escaflone had a great strategy RPG, that's what it's like. It's anime, it's their knights, they get inside these giant suits of armor, and then they fight each other. So that's what it's like. And it's really good, too. They had, like, three different story arcs with it. The Nippon Ichi games, which I mentioned before, were brought about, you know, and later on in the, the PlayStation 2 era, those really started to hit the United States. Those included, like, Liverpool. Leprosel Tactics on the PlayStation 2 and Disgaea, which was on PlayStation 2, DS, and PSP. Those are okay. They just have a lot of stuff behind them. Same thing with Disgaea 2 and 3. They just got more and more in depth to the point of unnecessary. Chaos Wars, which was a GameStop exclusive, was a pile of garbage. But they were the Nippon Ichi game, so it sold, and those those niche-based people who love those pointless, grinding games, they bought it. Soul Eater, kind of the same thing, not as good. However, this last one, I am I really want to stress, and Liz and Ben, you two will love this thing. I hear you guys nerd out about cute anime shit all the time. This is the cutest and best strategy RPG outside of... Okay, Final Fantasy Tactics, not cute. This is just the cutest and best RPG strategy RPG if Final Fantasy Tactics did not exist. Like, it is so great. It's called Phantom Brave. It was on the PlayStation 2, the Nintendo, it was ported for the Nintendo Wii, and recently for the PSP. It is just the most adorable story that you will ever see in an RPG. It is just, and it's so good, too. And the voice acting in it is just, it's superb. They have, like, the, uh, woman who plays the major and ghost in the shell she's in it the person who plays spike is in it i think wendy lee is somewhere in there as well and you'll just hear like all these different people that you've heard in english dubs of anime all throughout the entire thing and it's just such a great great story it's gridless it's still a tactics rpg and it works like it but there's no there's no grid like the terrain can get slippery your characters can slide across the entire level on accident you know it's just it's just a, such a great game with so much depth, and you can just grind the living hell out of it and make it like a like a Disgaea kind of game, or you can play it from start to finish and just just level up that way, and it's still just as enjoyable of a game. So, Phantom Brave, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Thank you for letting me talk on your voicemail yet again. Um, keep it up, guys. Thanks.